Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. I thank God for it every day. I try to remember that, too. You know, I try to remember to be grateful. I think gratitude is one of the things that helps keep me grounded. You can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. Well, that applies to God, too, don't it? I mean, you know, really, if you don't mind who gets the credit, I'm surrounded by very competent people. I'm surrounded by a lot of people who work hard on their jobs, on their career, who are dedicated employees and and, and also just dedicated to their families and, you know, dedicated to their own set of aspirations. I don't expect anybody to work for me forever. I I always look at my job opportunities as stepping stones because I, I want everyone around me really to aspire to be more. I mean, that's that's really the way I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not any other way. I'm not trying to hold you to this position, uh, you know, tell you there's no room for growth, any of that. But even though I'm surrounded by these people, I'm grateful that God placed them in my path, in my life, but in my mind, in my spirit, in everything in me. The credit still belongs to God. I'm sorry. The credit still belongs to God. See, if you would just for a moment stop thinking about yourself, just for a moment, I know that's hard, but just for a moment, stop thinking about yourself and realize that maybe you are who you are because God is who he is. Maybe that's the case. Have you ever considered that? That's the strongest possibility I can give to you. You know, how do you think you the one that made it through? How do you think you the one after all of the ignorant decisions we have made? And oh my goodness, let's all be honest. Ain't we made some crazy decisions? I'm talking about, man, I have made decisions so adverse to my destiny and career my promises. I've made some decisions, man, knowingly, you hear me? Knowingly do something wrong. And in spite of all that, I'm still here standing. Okay, come on now. Really? Really? All the dirt you done done. Everybody done dirt. All the mistakes you've made. You in the position you in today. Because of what? Because you all that? Because you work harder than anybody else. Look, I work hard. I'll be the. I'll tell you in a minute. I work hard, but I don't think I'm the hardest working person out there. I'm pretty sure somebody done worked way harder than I have. So okay, so you work hard. Okay, cool. I got all that. But man, what about his grace and his mercy? What about his favor? How many times, man? You didn't relied on that even when you ain't know you was relying on it. How many times, man, God didn't shown you mercy? You ain't even deserve it. Do you know how many things I've done wrong? I just ain't get caught at it. <laughs> you know, um, let, let me see how simple I can be here. You speed, you jaywalk, 
you lie to police when you get pulled over that you wasn't speeding. You go to court and argue you wasn't speeding when you was. You make U-turns. I'm just doing traffic violations. Now, let's get off traffic for a second. Let's get on human violations. You talk about people when you're not supposed to. You indulge yourself in gossip even when you don't really have all the facts. You pass judgment. You lust for people that don't belong to you. You say things to people that you're not supposed to say. So, look, all of us, we all, we all guilty now. See, I'm not saying you do all of that, but I'm saying I'm pretty sure I hit you somewhere in there. Just somewhere in there. You didn't lie before, you know. You lied recently. I mean, come on. I'm just saying. So, with all that in mind, see, I'm just looking at the little things that we do that we don't get busted for. Not to mention the chips you stole when you was a kid and nobody caught you. Well, that elevated, didn't it? And some of y'all just didn't stop stealing. And next thing you know, you was in a car. Now you're sitting somewhere you don't want to be sitting because of a decision you made. But through his grace and mercy, couldn't it have been worse, though? Without his grace and mercy, could not it have been worse? I know two dudes that got caught in the garage one time trying to break in somebody's house, and the person in the house they broke into just happened to have a gun and held them in the garage, caught them, and held them to the garage to the police came. That's grace and mercy right there because they had all full right to shoot these two people, but they didn't. They're grace and mercy. See, all of us have benefited from his grace and mercy. All of us have done a wrong, committed a sin, broken a law, and somehow through his grace and mercy got by. Doing drugs, buying drugs, slanging drugs, doing something, got by. Jumped on somebody for no reason, got by. You know, so see, how you figure with all that that can go on in your life? And then hold on, let me throw a couple more at you. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. Mr. Big Shot, you don't have the ability to control the breaths that you take. Really, Mr. Big Shot, really. Let's get real basic with it now. You can't wake yourself up in the morning. That's favor. That's grace. That's mercy. That's him allowing you to wake up. Just hoping we get it right. You know, God spared me through all the dirt I was doing, just hoping one day, man, can you just straighten up a little bit? When I finally straightened up, and I'm going to just say it, straightened up a little bit. See, I ain't straightened up all the way. See, I ain't going to sit here and tell you that. I just straightened up a little bit. He started blessing me. So the more blessings I got, I started going, man, maybe I'll try straightening up a little bit more. So I straightened up a little bit more. Now, I still got a long way to go, but I'm straighter than I was. Now, when people judging me, and as they will, and they do, because that ain't right, but they do, and I ain't walking just the way they walk, then here come the criticism. I get it all the time. Stop wanting credit all the time and give out some credit where credit is due. Instead of get, having somebody patting you on your back all the time, why don't you tell God, tell people it was really it was God, man, that you don't really know how you made it, that really, man, you have no explanation for your success, or you have no explanation why you still exist in the day. Why don't you tell somebody it was God today? Don't be ashamed. It's the truth, ain't it? I mean, really, man, let's give God some credit here. 
Give God the credit and the glory and the honor. And like that plaque said, you can go as far as you want in life if you don't mind who gets the credit. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. One, two, one, two, three. I got it. Uh, what? I got it. Everybody want it, but I got it. Look at him. Come on. Get to me. Got it. What you talking about? It. Got it. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me. What? I was at a Holiday Inn, and I came down. To go across the street to go to the Waffle House to eat one time when I was out on the road. And it was a lounge singer in there, and he had wrote an original song. I don't really remember how it went, but the name of the song was I Got It. <laughs> I loved him. I stopped and sat down and listened to him. There was four people in the bar, black dude with a Jerry curler, he was letting them have it. I got it. <laughs> uh, what you want? Got it. Everybody wants some, but I got it. Uh, good God. <laughs> I loved him. Thus was the birth of Roscoe Wallace. Yes, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, Shirley yeah. Strawberry, Carla Farrell, the mouth of the South, Mississippi Monica, Junior, government name, Kiss Sprates, radio host, and the legend that he is nephew, Tommy. Junior, yeah. what's on your mind this morning? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I just ask you something, Mark. I just, uh-huh. I just need to know. Just, just I know, I know. I'm just, uh, I'm confused. Yeah. You know, when you're married, uh, when your wife uh-huh. have a bad day, yeah. this automatically come becomes your bad day. No, 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 no. Our bad day. Yeah. Our. Huh. Stop we all this. One. She was. We have it. No, no. Our bad day. Automatic. Okay. You finna get some of this. Yeah. Yeah. Now what yeah. did you do to try to fix the bad day? Uh you know, Unc, I had uh well we ain't talked in twelve hours. I ain't did nothing yet. Uh I'm just trying to figure I out. Ain't you talked know. in twelve hours? 
Well, yeah. well, well, you know, yesterday, last night was about you got home by six, and, and we had work today, so yeah. ain't been nothing I said. <laughs> yeah, really, ain't nothing, ain't nothing you said been good. I ain't said nothing. I ain't did you ask her how her day went? I did. That's how we got to talking. And it was then bad. When day. y'all got to talking, what did she say that you didn't respond to? I picked up my phone and read a message while she, she was talking. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, you oh. just messed up your whole Ignored weekend. Her. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> y'all ain't going to talk to Monday. Yeah. See y'all. Go ahead, Monday. Shirley. Yeah. Coming up in 32 minutes wow. after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got, Nev? This is the shoplifter. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a Tanya please. This is she. Uh, hi, Tanya. Uh, my name is Daniel I'm the head of store security here at your job. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm trying to see, um, I'm going to have to, I know today's your day off. I'm looking at the schedule here. It seems that you don't come back in until Saturday. Um, I'm trying to see if it's possible I can get you to come to the store. There's a bit of a situation I want to discuss with you. There's about $1,800 worth of merchandise missing from the store. Yeah, it's about $1,800 worth of merchandise, and we definitely know that this is a in-house situation. This is not someone walking in shoplifting. This is definitely a, um, a in-house situation uh, with employees who have evidently been shoplifting from the store, taking things, and we want to get down to the uh, to the roots of the problem. Okay, uh, so what you calling me for? Well, ma'am, it's uh, it's been brought to my attention that there's a possibility that you may be uh, – uh, part of this situation and part of the situation i ain't no thief i don't steal you don't call my house accusing me of stealing i ain't stole nothing from nobody okay well my hang on man what i'm trying to do is just trying to, to hang on my you trying to say i didn't stole something and i ain't stole the thing okay wait just a second now here, do you have a sister named cynthia yeah what about her well now it seems that well here on some of the footage that we have on camera that uh, it's a possibility that it seems like your sister's actually wearing some of the merchandise that we sell here in the store. And okay, just because she wears something that we sell in the store don't mean that I stole it. Well, we don't see where she's at. I've, I've, I've backed the footage up as far as I could. I don't see any footage of where she purchased this particular merchandise. And my assumption is maybe you gave it to her. I gave her sh- and just because you don't see where somebody purchased it don't mean that it's been stolen. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just get to the chase of this, Tanya. What I'm going to have to do is this. If I can't get you to come to the store, man, and matter of fact, here's another question for you before I go any further. You have children at all, Tanya? Yeah, I got children. Why? Do you? Is it possible? Because uh, I'm missing a lot of baby merchandise as well. And You know what? You know what? You really cruising this morning, okay? Because you don't call somebody on their off day accusing them of stealing. Okay, here's what I got to do. Uh, uh, are you coming into the office so I can talk with you? I'm not coming nowhere on my off day. Well, then what's going to happen, Miss Tanya, is I'm going to have to actually come to your home, check your closet. I'm going to have to check your kids and see you if they're do what? check and see if they're wearing merchandise that you that comes from this. Come to my house if you want to, and they're going to take your ass up out of here in the body bag. You Excuse me? me? You heard what I said. You heard what I said. You don't call nobody. I bust my ass at that store. 
I bust my ass at that store. You understand me? I work hard for y'all, okay? You've you you been busting. You've been busting. You call here accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole from nobody. You, I don't have to steal. That's why I work all day. You understand me? I think you've been busting your butt, taking day. stuff is what you've been doing. You've I been from nobody. You understand me? I do not steal. I'm going to come over there. I'm checking I'm your closets. Things, but it ain't no thief. You understand And me? I'm checking your babies as well. And I'm making. You check my babies and see what happens. You put your hands on any damn thing in here and see what happens. Okay? I don't want to have to drag you your come butt. Over here. Drag? Oh, you're going to drag somebody? Oh, now you threatening me? I don't want to drag you out of your house. Security guard. You're a tough security guard. You like your job that much? You willing to die for that? Huh? Who said anything about me dying? I did. Come over here, and that's what's going to happen. That's what happens. When you f*** with people on their off day, you get hurt, okay? I get a couple of damn days off, and y'all going to call me with this b****. So are you threatening me now? I'm threatening you. Didn't you just call and say you was coming over here? Yes, Bring I did. Bring your over here. Bring your I, I'm, don't, Bring your security guard. I'm on my Don't Look, let me Bring tell you something. Okay? I can you. I can have you brought up on charges. You know that. Bring me up on charges and see what happens. That's Bring it. Bring me up on charges. See if you get that far. I'm on my way over there now to check you and your kids. You understand me? Come over here to check me and my kids and see how they check your up out of here. Let me tell you something. I, you I, ain't got to tell me. You ain't got nothing to tell me. You ain't look, got look, nothing look, look. else you, to tell why, me. Okay. Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you took? Maybe I'll go light on you. I'll go light you on you. You think I'm stupid or something? You sound like a damn fool. Why don't you tell me what you took? I ain't took I bet you're teaching your little kids over there how to steal, too, aren't you? What? What you teach your little ugly kids? Hey, hey, hey! Hey! Now, you will hey, not... Hey, hey, hey! Hey, hey, my Hey, don't call me with this bull on my off day. Let me tell you one more... Th Are you listening to me? I got one more uh, thing to say to you. You ain't got nothing else to say to me. Are you listening? What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from oh. your sister Cynthia. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you and that bro want to play games, okay? Y'all want to play, right? Y'all got jokes. Y'all got jokes. I got a joke for both of y'all, okay? Well, I'm around here taking care of her and all her little ugly <laughs> kids, and she going to play with me and my off day. Hey, All right. Tony, she All told right. me. She told me. She said, uh, "That Tommy be be pranking people. You can't nobody get me with that old crazy stuff. How come them people don't know somebody calling and tripping with this?" She told me you couldn't. You thought you couldn't be God. Mm -hmm. That's all right, y'all got me. Y'all got me. <laughs> it's all good. Be I love you, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I got something for like. <laughs> all right, let me ask you one more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Nephew. Coming sexy. up next, it is Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve God, Harvey, in the it. building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. At the top of the hour in entertainment news, the Oscars are coming up this Sunday. We'll talk about who's nominated and who's not. Nick Cannon pranked the world with a fake new TV show to promote his real Celebrity Prank Wars TV show with Kevin Hart. And comedian Mike Epps mistakenly took a gun to the airport in his bag. That is up next. We'll talk about it. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, 
is ready for your love questions. Here we go. Kay in Oakland writes, my boyfriend and I started out in a polyamorous relationship, and then he asked me to marry him. He asked if I'd be down to try polygamy. Well, polyamory is cool, but I don't need any sister wives. I don't. Is is it wrong for me to want my husband all to myself? Mm. Okay, help me understand. Polyamory means... More than one lover in the relationship. So now... He what he asked her to marry him, and she right, wants but he, to what? She she just wants him to alter herself, and then he asked her, did she want to try polygamy, which is more than one wife? You know that, polygamy. like a sister wife, and she said yes. she doesn't want that. She just wants him all to herself. Well, see, you went along with uh, polygram. You went along with polygram. That. Polygram. <laughs> now, uh, now you want to get on the pill. That's a record label. All that, <laughs> all that. You know, y'all. When you introduce mess, it's going to be some more mess. Mm-hmm. So I can't help you. You know, is it wrong? You, What y'all doing? You got into this mess with more than one. Now I want to know if you down for one wife. You down for everything else? Mm-hmm. I don't care. Next question, Shirley. <laughs> I'm tired of people like this, man. <laughs> I really am, man. All this new stuff we got, I'm sick of y'all. What happened to love? What happened yeah. to dedication? What happened to trying to make another person happy? What about becoming a one? What happened to two people oh, trying Steve. to forge a life together? What happened that's to that? That's old school. That's yeah, old well, that's, school. That's what we I want. That I want anymore. that old school mm-hmm. mess. That's what I want. Oh, this Steve. new stuff y'all doing, it don't work, man. It just <laughs> don't work. It's, it's, it's too much. Man. All right, this is from Wesla in uh, Paramus. She says, my roommate from eight years ago just told me that my husband came on to her while he and I were dating. He's saying it's the other way around. He's mad that she brought it up. I'm upset that he never did. Shouldn't he have told me about this? No, your bigger problem is why is your girlfriend, so-called girlfriend, bringing it to hate. your attention now? That's hate. Always <laughs> know when somebody bring you the news, Pay attention very closely to the messenger. messenger. See, when people say, don't kill the messenger, no, no, no. Kill the messenger. <laughs> kill him, dog? No, kill dog. Kill you, know, for, for, you, you know, man, just figuratively Speak. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. But know that the person the that hate. brings you bad news, mm. you must look at them and, and get behind the reason why. Girl, I'm just going to let you know he came on to me. He said, no, that's the other way around. She came on to me. Now, she mad at her because he didn't tell her. What are you going to tell her for? The real question is, why did she tell you? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Huh. And they could have looked just, she could have just let it go. All right. Um, moving on to Taylor in Kansas City. Taylor says, while I was pregnant with my son, I met a new guy and dumped my baby daddy. After I had my son, I had a baby girl with my new man. My new man disappeared, so I'm back with my first baby daddy. But he only wants to take care of his son, not my daughter, too. Shouldn't he take care of both of my kids? Wow. This this is stupid. Wow. Wait a minute. You dumped a man while Mm -hmm. you was pregnant. Mm -hmm. You had his boy. Then you... The man you dumped him for, you had a little girl with him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, you back with your first man. All he want to do is take care of the son. See, he don't have to take care of your girl. There's no law say he has yeah. to. Yeah. 
can't make them. Your, your daughter got a father that's responsible for this life mm-hmm. and should be paying child support. Problem is your fast ass. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. You know, you 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 switching men now. You want to switch back? See all that backfired now, didn't it? Everything. Now you back with what you shouldn't have left when you dumped him in the first place, and now you pregnant with another baby. You want him to take? He ain't got to take care of that baby. He really don't. I mean, I admire men who step in and Absolutely, and take Steve. and become stepdads and mm-hmm. take over mm-hmm. responsibility yep. and give kids yep. the right to be able to call somebody daddy. I love mm-hmm. that. There ought to be a special day for them. But he don't have to. His job is to take care of his child. And the man you dumped him for that you thought was better, he need to take care of his own baby. Yeah. But she's really should thinking be. that he should take care of both of her kids. See, you wow. keep you see you keep wanting what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. Remember when you didn't want him and you wanted the new man? And then remember you got the man, then you got the baby with the new man. Now you went back to the old man, but you want the old man to take care of two kids instead of just the one he made. See how you want it? That ain't how this works. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stand you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like right. Taylor. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the last one. This is Joan in Mobile. Joan says, I'm 55 years old. My boyfriend is 40. He's the ideal man in every way, except leading this relationship. I make all the rules and decisions and he goes along with whatever I say. So it makes him look submissive. How do I get him to be assertive? Mm. What do you want? (laughs) He's dating his aunt. What you want him to do? Fifteen-year age difference. <laughs> what do to go you want him to auntie. do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dating his aunt. <laughs> he just being respectful. That's what he do. What are all these rules you got in here? Dinner at five thirty. <laughs> Bingo yeah. is Wednesdays at eight. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. Dialysis is at 2.30. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Academy Awards airs this Sunday night. You might call them the Oscars. But can you believe it's been a year already since last year's fiasco with the slap and all of that? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's been almost a year, yeah. Well, this this year, Angela Bassett is nominated in the Best Supporting Actress yeah. category for her role in Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Actor Brian Tyree Henry is nominated for Best Supporting Actor for the movie Causeway. Our girl Rihanna has been nominated for Best Original Song for Lift Me Up from the movie Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. And this year's nominations include plenty of first-time honorees and his Makers. However, the most glaring flaw was the snub of the Woman King director, Gina Prince Fifewood, and of course, Viola Davis, the lead actress in The Woman King. Um, also, the film Nope was critically acclaimed uh, with performances from um, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer, and stellar directing and screenwriting from Jordan Peele. That was overlooked this year as well. The Oscars, if you want to tune in, airs this Sunday at 7 p.m. Ain't Eastern nope a scary ABC. movie. Is nope a scary movie? Yeah. Kind of. Have, yeah. Has there yeah. ever it's been an Oscar given out for movie. a scary movie like Ghost or something like that? I, uh, I don't. That I think there no. will be one uh, for Ghost. There will be one. Yeah, Whoopi won something though. for Ghost. She won best. Yeah, yeah that wasn't a scary movie. That was a love scary movie. Love, love, love scary movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't do Ghost. I don't give a damn. Once there's a Ghost in the movie, I'm cutting it off. I know Angela Bassett better win. That's all. Who is she up against? I don't care. I don't care. Well, you gotta care. You gotta take on the yeah. other performances. Come what on, those Tommy. people did. Uh-uh. She better win. <laughs> what? It, it, it depends on who she up against. Come on, Theater Major. I see. <laughs> Come on, Theater Major. Come on, Theater Major. It don't matter. Major. Who, I yeah, understand you, know, you love her, but now who else yeah. is she up against? Come on with this Look temporary moment of intelligence. Come on. I love Viola. Y'all better lock she in on this. Nominated. Y'all better lock in on this because one of these are one of his few intelligent moments. <laughs> this is <laughs> harmless. This who are the other performers? About he know about. <laughs> who are they, well, that's what you need to know who he's up against because I can tell you right now. <laughs> is that what he said? That's like, <laughs> yeah, so she's up yeah. against the type of quantum. You hear that, uh, yeah. Quantum uh, acting that was done in some of these scenario scenes that quite uh, personify what we're about here with the Oscar Academy. And I disagree exactly. with <laughs> All right, moving on to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon really knows how to get everyone's attention. This time, he pranked everyone by announcing a new game show where lots of women would compete to be his baby mama. And the fake title of the show was, Who's Having My Baby? <laughs> well, this whole Damn fake me. show was a big <laughs> prank, Tommy. <laughs> you should be able to relate to this. A big prank to promote a real TV show starring Nick Cannon and Kevin Hart called Celebrity Prank Wars, where they will be taking their pranking skills to the next level with celebrities like Anthony Anderson, Lil Duval, Fantasia, Tiffany Haddish, Taraji P. Henson, Lil John, Ludacris, Killer Mike, Chance the Rapper, T.I., and many more. The show premieres April 6th on E. Okay. Ah, take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All 
right See if he got his pranking skills up. I'll take a look at it and see. Because you're the king. I will judge it and see if you got your pranking skills together. But did anyone believe the fake show, though, who's having my baby? I saw the the trailer, though. I thought it was a real show. I was like, man. Come on out. Three women came around that corner. These three women are willing to have your baby, Nick. Number 13. Here we go. Oh, no. Like, Nick, you play too much. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was pranking. Okay, here we go. Finally, uh, comedian Mike Epps was stopped Sunday at the Indianapolis airport after police found a loaded gun in one of his bags. TSA discovered the 38 special airweight gun with four rounds loaded, but none chambered. Uh, Epps claimed that he forgot the gun was in the bag and was just in town for a comedy show. He was not arrested, but both the gun and ammo were taken for evidence. I yeah, mean, I guess uh-huh. that could happen, right? That can happen. You that forget, can happen. Yeah. You forget that yeah, your gun is in know, the bag. Well, you know, he carries mm-hmm. a lot of cash and stuff. You know, he said he carried a lot of cash with him. You know, people out here robbing. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, he, he may have forgot. But, you know, I, I yeah. he's not out here. On, he's not out here on his, you know, gang banging, nothing like that. Nothing trying to show The cash is by the gun, Shirley, in yeah. the bag. Listen. Know, it's right there. Let's so, stay right there together. Listen okay. to me. If you are a celebrity, get yourself some security. Get you a security guard. You have too much to lose to be carrying these guns. Hire your off-duty policeman to, to sit with you. He licensed everything. All these white dudes out here, you don't hear none of this. You know why? Because they got security. You're going to mess around and cost yourself your career. You're not a shooter. You hire people who are trained to watch people as security, bodyguards. That way you ain't got to carry no gun. And it's a deterrent. When there's more of you and they see security, that's a deterrent. Man. Are, are people worried, like, you know, when they have security that their friends or whatever are going to, th- you know, what they think about them? Oh, you think you all that. You got security now. Is, he is, is that one all of the reasons? that. I, all I mean, these dudes be living out. too much in this in this lane that we don't belong in. Y'all mm-hmm. not hard. Mm-hmm. Y'all not yeah, thugs. I, mean, I do this. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. If you run yeah. up on me, I got somebody going to run up on you. I'm, I'm going to sit back and watch the whole thing unfold. Back <laughs> that mess down, y'all. Yeah. Y'all yeah. got too much Great to lose. Advice, Steve. Now, yeah. this Uncle Steve talking. Get your ass some security. Okay. You heard it. Carry no Steve damn Harvey. gun nowhere because you mm-hmm. carry cash. Carry cash and get you a security guard. It's a deterrent. Okay. He's right. licensed to carry. All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, talks about why she cried for 30 minutes straight after they left the White House on that last day. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, shared how she felt on her last airplane ride away from the White House back in 2017 on her Michelle Obama The Light podcast. She said leaving the White House after eight years of intense scrutiny had come crashing down on her and the family as they took their final trip on the presidential plane. There was also the realization that Trump was taking office following a controversial election. Michelle Obama said, when those doors shut, I cried for 30 minutes straight uncontrollable sobbing because that's how much we were holding it together for eight years. Mm. Can you imagine, mm. we, you know, cause she did look distraught that day. She, she looked 
distraught. <laughs> like she didn't yeah. want to go. Yeah, like I don't right know what was. Can yeah. I just tell you, our first lady? You think you was crying? <laughs> you had some folks out here crying, like. We was crying harder oh than you on the plane. And we wasn't yeah. even on the airplane. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Van Jones sat there and cried on CNN. Remember, he cried. Like, mm-hmm. I'd have cried. Mm-hmm. Bam, look who, we handed, look yeah. who we handed the country to. You, yeah. God, dog. <laughs> Hand was up there on national TV and, crying. And the lying started that day. Oh, When he yeah. started with the estimate of the crowd for mm-hmm. the decoration. Oh, it was before The first that. day. Yeah. It was immediate. <laughs> the biggest ever. The yeah. biggest ever. Yes. Mrs. Obama said we flew over that. It wasn't that many people. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> she said there wasn't that many people. There was a lot of seats free that day. Yeah. 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 Wasn't nobody was pushing. <laughs> no. He was not sold out, that's for sure. He couldn't go to the inauguration, right. yeah. all of that. And all eight of Michelle Obama's The Light podcast will be available exclusively on Audible for a limited time. After two weeks, fans can stream them on any podcast app. So that's great news. But, you know, that just lets you know that she's human. And, you know, yeah, it affected mm-hmm. us all. It really, really did. Handing the country over mm-hmm. to. But you think about her because, <laughs> you know, like you said, she was in the White House and us, we were on the outside looking in and mm-hmm. we, were, we were affected too. But yeah, can you imagine? Yes. Man, for the I was distraught. <laughs> I mean, crying like at uh, a funeral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, Donald yeah. Trump was the worst four years I've yes. been in this country and seen any president. And I didn't even realize how how wrong Nixon was. And I didn't even really understand the, 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 the bill that they passed, even Clinton, about crime bill and three strikes you oh, out. Oh, three strikes, uh, yeah. You know, because I was busy doing so much, but it was some funky moments. But nothing, nothing compared to, compare. to oh. this damn Donald Trump. Oh, I'm telling you. Wow. Well, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, Roscoe Wallace (laughs) is back. (laughs) He'll be here right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Roscoe, welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on, Shirley? Hey, Roscoe. Everything, everything. Julia. Yeah, my man, Roscoe. What up, baby? Hey, Miss This is Martin with a pretty girl forehead. I like that right there. What up, hey, Tommy? Tommy, Tom. What up, Roscoe? What's going on with you, man? Ain't nothing on. Hey, wait, wait, wait. What's up with you today, Carly? Hey, Roscoe. <laughs> we've, been, we've been cool with each other lately. What's Everything all right. You know, you know, you know, you finally go on coming on around. You know, you, you know, you know, learning the truth. It is oh, what it yes. is, baby. It ain't finna change. <laughs> all right, so it's Friday, Carla. Friday. Yeah. And what do yeah. you and Roscoe have going on today? Baby you guys are getting along Saturday. now. <laughs> All right, yeah. So since we've been getting along, getting along Roscoe, right? let's do this. Let's do this. I'm gonna give you Hold on, the let title me do of a song. Huh? Living for the weekend. Okay, well, yeah. Let's start with the OJ. <laughs> Just wanted uh-huh. to throw that out there. Go ahead. I want to hear what you guys say. Okay, I'm gonna throw out a title of some of my favorite songs, and I just want you to sing. All right, okay. so I want you, we're going to go know, back. I probably wrote it, so you're going to have to yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm going to let you make it on that. I'm going to let okay, you make it. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to th- throw out some of my favorite songs. In the oh. Rain, 
spot for me. I wanna go outside. <laughs> 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 outside. In the rain. <laughs> it may sound crazy, <laughs> but I wanna go outside. Gonna take forever to yeah. In the rain. <laughs> Let me just give you a little bit of this shit right here. Come on. Cause I. <laughs> I don't want you to see me cry. Let me speed up, go to the other part. I'm going to walk out that door. I can't take it no more. <laughs> well, I just can't get right there. I'll rush a little bit, bro. Try to get it in. Feel the fire. Feel me. Come on, boy. Oh, no. I want to feel the fire. Yeah. All you got to do is something that you told me stayed in my head. How long? All night long. You wanted me to love you when you said. What'd she say? Softly. Reach out and touch me. My love is in your hand. Come on, girl. Feel me. Oh, Lord. Girl, what? All right. This one, you have you a know, choice. I can get them out for you before you say it good. What? Stevie Wonder ass. And around the sun, the earth knows she's revolving. Woo! Yes. And the seasons know exactly when to change. Just as kindness knows no shame. Know through all your joy and pain uh-huh. that I'll be loving you always. That tomorrow can't reveal the mystery of tomorrow. And in passing, we grow older every day. Boy, come Ready? on. Let's go to Fantasia. Free yourself. Let him use you on this one, man. Yeah. <laughs> don't <Baby>. want me. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> Get on out of here and free yourself. (laughs) Why you keep calling me? Go on and free yourself. All right, Roscoe. I want you to take your baby. Get the hell out of here. Thank you, Roscoe. Sing us out. Coming up next. Free yourself. It's the nephew and the prank phone call for today. You ain't got to want me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, get this subject, chicken nugget cheaters. Chicken nugget cheaters? Chicken nugget cheaters. We'll find out what that's all about coming up in just a bit. Because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? 
This right here, Shirley, is called gems. Gems. Now, gems is God's eyes ministry. God's oh. eyes ministry. Mm-hmm. I am one of the gems, you understand? God's mm-hmm. eyes ministry. Yeah, I'm watching. And when you have been missing church, it lets us know how much ties are missing on this end. Okay. And when we get through with this prank, I'm going to ask y'all when last time y'all been to church. And we're going to put this tally together on how much tithe y'all owe to the church house. All right. Because what what we're not going to do is is, is fall short of paying our tithes. And I mean that. And that is every last one. You you tell me because I'm one of the gems. Okay. I'm God's eyes (laughs) ministry. Y'all gonna pay these tithes, and I know y'all ain't gonna be doing it. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Clarence. Clarence. Yeah, this Clarence. Uh, how you doing, Clarence? This is Thaddeus, man. I'm over uh, at the church, man, Mount Baptist Church, uh, where you're a member of, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Okay. Hey, I'm with the gyms, man, and uh, you, you, you actually came to uh, this past service, correct? You with the who? Uh, gems, the gems. That's that's uh, God's eyes missionary, and and basically what we do is we watch what's going on, you know, in the um, in the church. Who's coming? Who hasn't come? And uh, you know, I, I don't mean any harm, but this this if my records indicate me right, uh, through um, my God's eyes ministry, the gems. Uh, looking at my books, it looks like you, you. This is your first time at the church this year, correct? Yeah. I mean, what can I do for you? Okay. Now, when Pastor asked for all the visitors to stand, you actually did not stand, correct? No, no, I'm a member. Because you're a member. There we go. Now, you, you still work for, um, uh, you, 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 you work for them? Yeah. Okay. Now, what we've done is we've averaged it out that you. Wait, 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 what's this, what is this, I mean, what is this about? Okay, that, that, I'm on my way to it. So, so you probably, are you, um. Uh, averaging about what between forty and fifty thousand dollars on a yearly basis over there with. I mean, I mean, yeah, something like that. But yeah, go ahead. What's so, the problem? Now? See what we're looking at since since you are a member. Because see, you did not stand when he said all members. Since you did not stand up, which which you right there are making the we you know you you're, you're clarifying that you are a member. And you making about we're gonna roughly say about forty five thousand dollars a year, which means ten percent is forty five hundred. Now, we looked at the we looked at the books and noticed that you put in fifty dollars in the church on this past Easter on, on Sunday. Now, if you put fifty dollars in, you know we're close. See, when you gonna start cutting into this forty five hundred dollars that you ought to be paying your tithes? Wait, what's your name? I, I, like I said, sir, my name is Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Will a man rock so, God? Yet ye have robbed me. Where in tithe and in offer? See you, 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 you are. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on, hold on a second. You got, you got all this stuff going on in the church. You, you got, uh, you got hungry people. You got people that need salvation and whatever. But you calling me about about some money that I haven't given to the church? Well, well, see, and, and, that's, we, and that's what your ministry does. Y'all call. Y'all spend all morning calling people. My, my my job, sir, as a gym, God's eyes ministry, my job is to keep an eye on what's going on at the church. Now, when are you gonna start cutting into your tie? You forty five hundred dollars that we see this is why we can't get the extra wing that Pastor wants to put on, because people like you. Wait, wait, this is why but, 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 you know what? Man, you about to hold on a second. 
Um, first of all, let me explain something to you, brother. Uh, Thaddeus, or whatever the ministry you are with. Thaddeus. Okay, that's fine. Listen, hey, I don't even have to explain this to you, but let me explain something to you. All right, I'm, I, this is a one-job household. This is all we do. This is a one-job household. My wife don't work, but my wife comes to church every Sunday, and she pays the tithes. Now, have you checked, as a gym ministry, have y'all looked at her tithes? Her tithes ain't got nothing to do with you. You understand? You have to pay your tithes. Will a man rob God, yet ye have robbed? You are robbing the Lord, uh, uh, Brother Clarence. You know what, man? You know, that's, you know, and you wonder why people don't come to church all the time. You know, how are you going to tell me that I, I could be giving my tithes somewhere else? I am the secretary. I am the gym's secretary, God's eyes ministry, and my eyes have shown me that you've only given fifty dollars. You're making forty-five thousand dollars. You are forty-five. Some, some dude from the church. What's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. That is some. I, I tell you nothing. Who, 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 who was? Yes, I have, but that's not none of their business. That's I know. I know. I know. What does it have to do with him calling people and? Asking them if they're paying their tithes. I got this. I got this. Let me let me handle it. Are you sure you? Yeah, yeah. You know, I got it. I got it. No, I got him. I got him. I got him. I know. I know. I know. Who 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 was that, sir? That's my wife. Has been paying. That's my wife been paying our tithes. That's right. Oh, okay. I don't have nothing in my books that say y'all paid three hundred dollars. No, we paid. Not under. If she said we paid three hundred dollars, we paid three hundred dollars. Okay. Let me ask you this. When are you going to start cutting into this 45 with a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. That is what you are doing, sir. Well, you know what? You robbing me right now. You robbing me right now of my time where I could go out. I got to be at work. I can't even go get dressed right now because I'm on the phone with you. I have to be at work in half an hour. You robbing me right now of my time. Let me ask you something. Can you bring your tax return into the, to, so I can take a look at it? My tax return, you know, I tell you what, I bring my tax return if everybody else bring their tax return. If you bring your tax return and Pastor bring his tax return, then I'll bring my tax return. We can have a tax return when, party. When will your tax return, when can you, can you fax it to me? Are you serious? I mean, I mean, are you serious? If it's not too much to, to ask for, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. The next time you do come to church, we're going to pat you down because we're going to have to figure out. Oh, hold on. You're going to pat me down the next time I come to church. And then lay hands on you. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you Are you on salary at the church? Uh, Yeah, but what does, that but what, does, what, does, what does that have to do with anything? I need to know what you tied in the ain't, ain't got, Look, look, it ain't got nothing. When you going to bring your $4,500 down so we can add it, so we can get the wing put on? I'm part of the gyms. You bring your money down here, uh, Clarence. Listen here, dog. I, let me tell you something. I don't know who you are. I don't know what this ministry is. I'm with the gyms. Where can hey, we expect? Man, I don't. I don't. I don't give a. You know what? Let me tell you. I don't care anything about the, your gym ministry. I don't care about you, man. I don't care about any of that. Where you, you know gonna what? pay this ten percent, man? man? I mean, let, let me tell you something, dog. Just, just for real. Don't call my house no more with this. With this stuff. You about to make a brother go off? I mean, seriously. In this economy, in this economy, you talking to me about about me tied and fifty dollars? I'm trying, I'm trying to put a daughter through college. I'm trying to send a son through private school, and I can't get that done. I'm trying to keep the lights on. Over what there, do that have to do with the church? I already told you, I'm getting ready to hang up. And if you want to meet me and whatever you're gonna do and whatever, then that's fine.
Joe, I need to tell you something else about your job, yeah, too. You, you ain't got to tell me nothing about my job. You don't have to tell me I d- my job. I need to tell you something about your job. Dude, I'm going to hang up this phone. Is man. there a man named Chapman at your job? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Chapman at my job. Okay. Yeah, and he been there, too. Uh, no, 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 wait a minute. Chapman is the one that got me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Baby, you just got pranked. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> man, you, man. Look, man, don't do it like that, man. I mean, man, you got me feeling, you got me feeling guilty. I mean, I'm, I'm all guilty. Oh, man. With the, with the, with the gym ministry. <laughs> yeah, but somebody's getting ready to get beat up at the today. Somebody getting ready hey, to get it. Yo, man, hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? Obviously, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) Right. Uh, Up next, Strawberry Letter for today. The subject, Chicken Nugget Cheaters. All right, we'll get into that. Find out what that's all about right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7. U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you have, if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Let's buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, chicken nugget cheaters. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband left me recently, and now he wants to come back home. Last month, I came home, and there was a woman in my home. She was sitting on the floor in my den eating chicken nuggets, and she greeted me, and we exchanged pleasantries. I asked her where my husband was, and she said he went to get some condoms, and he'd be right back. I went outside and waited in my car for him to come back because I was scared of this strange woman. My husband came home 15 minutes later and when he saw my car, he passed on by the house. He called me and asked if I had been in the house. I told him that I met his girlfriend, Deanna, eating chicken nuggets in the den. He said she is a distant relative that is down on her luck, so he fed her and told her he would go to the store and pick up some things for her. I was right behind him in my car at that point. I told him to pull over, but he wouldn't. I was so anxious, I mistakenly rammed his car from behind, so he had to stop. Bystanders ran over to check on me, so I didn't get a chance to talk to my husband because he drove off. 
I went back home and the strange woman was gone and she left my house unlocked. I have not seen my husband since that day, but he's been begging me to come home. I had the locks changed because I didn't want Deanna popping back up over there. I asked my mother-in-law if there was a Deanna in her family and she's a liar and has always protected her son. So she said, I believe so. (laughs) Am I supposed to believe that? He went to the store for Deanna when he has never gone to Kroger or Target for me. Do I owe it to him to let him explain or do I follow my first mind and keep ignoring him? Uh, You owe him nothing. You owe him nothing. Follow your first mind. Now, when you had this accident, when you ran into the back of his car, all the bystanders came over to check on you. Your husband drove off. Uh, Follow your first mind, please, your second mind, and your third mind. Uh, What a night you had. This is really crazy. Huh? She hit his car. car. And... He should have checked on her still. That is his wife. You know what he was doing. Anyway, she was a little anxious, she said. We're, we're getting back in, getting back into <laughs> the letter, though. Uh, you were right to change the door locks. Do not give him a key. Your husband just up and left you, and, and now he wants to come home. This was supposed to be a distant relative, Deanna, in your house, lied to you about that. Then he ran away when you wanted to pull over and talk. Uh, if he had nothing to hide, he would have stopped and not have passed you passed you by uh, when he saw you outside. He was going to the store to get condoms. That's what Deanna said for his night with Deanna. You know that. But he called her, told her to get out when he saw you because you spoiled his plans when you came home and found Deanna sitting in your floor eating chicken nuggets. Don't let him back in the house. Be done with him because if he had the nerve to bring a woman into your house like that, he's not going to stop what he's doing. Steve? This letter damn near in, in unbelievable. <laughs> this letter right here is so crazy. Mm-hmm. She said her husband left her recently and now he want to come back home. But the story is so damn crazy, though. <laughs> Last month, I came home. Now, this is how I'm going to read the letter. I'm going to read the letter mm-hmm. in the voice of an ignorant person that's trying to tell you what happened, but act, but act like it makes sense. <laughs> okay. All right, here it goes. Last month, I came to the house. No, I can't do it like that because it's a woman. Okay, just let's do that. Last month, I came home, and there was a woman in my home. Now, that right there, that's... You came home, and there was a woman in your home. This is already... This letter starts off startling. She was sitting on the floor in my den eating chicken nuggets. This is odd. This is really odd. Then you asked her where your husband was, and she said he went to get some condom. He'll be right back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Now you got to be scared right now. Because this half a full blown crazy. Sitting in another woman's house, comfortable, mm-hmm. in the floor, eating chicken nuggets. The That's wife come crazy. in and say, where's my husband? And she said, he went to the store to get some condoms. He'll be right back. 
<laughs> kept eating them damn nuggets. Mm-hmm. Now, right here, this where at my house, this a whole nother letter. Because I don't know how you're going to keep swallowing nuggets while I'm choking you. I do not know <laughs> how you're going to get the rest of these nuggets down because I'm choking your ass. Okay. I went outside and waited in my car for him to come back because I was scared of this strange woman, and you mm-hmm. should be. My husband came home 15 minutes later, and when he saw my car, he passed by the house. He kept going like he didn't stay there. Come on, boy. He had to do that. There's no way he could have pulled in that driveway. Now, I don't know what he thought he was going to do by pulling off, but you got in behind his ass. And when I come back, the letter gets worse. This letter just gets worse. She should have rammed his car. Uh, All right. At 23 minutes after the hour, we'll come back with part two of Steve's response. Today's strawberry letter (laughs) subject, chicken nugget cheaters. Chicken nugget cheaters. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, chicken nugget cheaters. Lady came home. Now, her husband and left her. He begging back after this happened. Lady come home. A woman that she don't know is sitting in the floor of her den eating chicken nuggets. They exchange pleasantries. Hi, how are you? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> One more time, Steve. Uh, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? So, uh, who are you? Oh, I'm Deanna. Uh-huh. And you is? Excuse me? I you said it. I'm Deanna, and you is? You are. Uh, I'm Natalie. I live here. Oh, okay. Would you- All right, well, what's happening, Natalie? <laughs> well, like Deanna, can I ask you a question? Where's my husband? He went out to the store to pick up some condoms. He'll be right back. <laughs> what? But she's she got to offer some chicken nuggets. But so. steady eating chicken nuggets. I ain't stop. You scared of the woman, so you go sit out in the car to wait. Your husband, 15 minutes later, driving up to the house, see your car in the driveway, he go on past the house. He got to buy time. Now, here you are. Exactly. You jump in. Then he called you and asked you, oh, baby. You, 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 you been in the house yet? Yes, I've been in the house. And I told him I met his girlfriend, Deanna, eating chicken nuggets in the den. (laughs) He said as fast as he could, that's a distant relative. (laughs) That's down on her luck. So I fed her and told her she could go to the store and pick up some things. I was right behind him in my car at that point. I told him to pull over, but he wouldn't. I'd have been slanging condoms and rubbers out that window like it was drugs. (laughs) I'd have been slanging condoms and rubbers out that window 
You'd have thought I had weed on me or something. I'd have got all them condoms out that damn car. We got to get this out of here, because Tommy's right. I can't pull over with these condoms in this car. You can't do that. I can have some more chicken nuggets in this car. I can have some honey mustard sauce, but I can't be in here with these damn condoms. I'd have been biting that pack open, because you can't throw the whole box out. You got to throw them out individually so it'd little be by scattered. Little. Yeah. I told him to pull over, but he wouldn't. I was so anxious, I mistakenly rammed his car from behind, so he had to stop. Now, this is the only lie in the letter. What? You know, good and hell well, you rammed the back of that car on purpose. (laughs) You tried to knock the whole back seat. You tried to push that back seat up through his throat. Oh, well. And so that's a lie. I was so anxious, I rammed the back of his car. Bystanders ran over to check on me, so I didn't get a chance to talk to my husband because he drove off. That was his opening. Uh Uh-oh, they checking on it. Let me get up out of here. I went back home, and the strange woman was gone, and she left my house unlocked. Lady, no, she didn't. He went and got her out that house. He didn't leave your house unlocked. He swung around that corner and said, Murder, come on, madly coming. They jumped in the car. I've not seen my husband since that day, and he's been begging me to come home. Mm-hmm. I had the locks changed because I didn't want Deanna popping back up over there. Deanna ain't finna pop back up over there. Deanna don't have no key. Your husband let her in. Your husband dumb. Your husband bought her some chicken nuggets so she could get fed, and he was going to the store to buy some condoms. This is the dumbest damn dude I've <laughs> ever really seen. It's really crazy. <laughs> then I called his mama. It's the second lie in the letter. Mm-hmm. I called his mama and uh, asked her if there was a Deanna in their family, and she's a liar and always protects her son. She said, I believe so. Let me tell you I something. Old so, people baby. know who in the family. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these yeah, names in the part. Bible somewhere. <laughs> Old yeah. ass people know who in this yeah. Bible. That's right. Am I supposed to believe that he went to the store for Deanna? He did go to the store for Deanna. That's a true statement. Because Deanna forgot to bring the condoms. (laughs) And she told you exactly why he went to the store. Mm -hmm. Because once I eat these nuggets, I'm going to be good. (laughs) And and chicken nuggets turn me on. (laughs) So as soon as I get through eating these nuggets, I'm going to do your hug. In here, in this flow, as soon as he come back from Kroger with the condom. (laughs) And I don't see why you have a problem with that. Step, move out the way, because I'm trying to watch the stories. Because I'm watching General Hospital while I'm eating these nuggets. And you standing in the way of the TV, whoever your name is. (laughs) Now, do I owe it to him to let him explain, or do I follow my first mind and keep ignoring him? Well, ma'am, I don't know how long you can ignore him. You're going to have to address it. But you're going to have to deal with the white elephant that's in the room. And your elephant like chicken nuggets. So mm-hmm. now, what do you want to believe? Are you going to let him tell you that he really went to the store for her? When she told you he going to the store to buy some condoms, and he'll be right back. 
So, you lady, I don't know who you are, but you need to get out of here because we're going to be doing something in this flow with this nugget. And this, I told him to bring some honey mustard sauce. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and we've been have honey mustard sauce all over this flow. Now, you Leave us your comments happening. on today's Probably letter on Instagram in at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on, dem- on demand. Now, coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk <laughs> right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, before we get to sports, we got to ask you to tell us about um, your podcast. How can people oh, listen? Oh, Living Your mm-hmm. Life podcast is jumping off, man. We got more episodes. Kiki Shepard's going to be my next guest. She has a okay. foundation called, mm-hmm. called Kiss Foundation for Sickle Cell. So we're going to find out what her foundation is doing, man. I'm okay. telling you, go to livingyourlife.online and subscribe. It's going to be a great time. We've got more people coming, man. I'm trying to get Ryan Clark to come on and talk about his daughter has sickle cell. He having a sickle cell trait. So we're going to have some special guests come on okay. here, man. We're going to talk All about right. sickle cell around the world. So we're going to be able to have some people over in other countries, in the Middle East, in Africa, mm-hmm. over in Europe. We're going to change how sickle cell look. It ain't just African Americans now. We're going to have some mm-hmm. other people okay. in here to show you. All right. That's what we're doing. Good, so, living Your Life podcast. In sports, Daniel Jones gets four years, $120 million from the New York football giants. Saquon Barkley got the non-exclusive tag. We pay him $10 million. They are going to work on a deal. But Lamar Jackson did not get a long-term what? deal, man. He won $200 million guaranteed. But they slapped him with a non-exclusive tag. Now, he don't have to sign it, but he's just going to make $32 million next season. They would have gave just, exclusive, yeah, just, yeah, just thirty. That's a lot of money. It is. <laughs> that's a lot but he of wanted two hundred million guaranteed, Tommy, and the Ravens didn't give it to him, man. So, so are they hey. playing Lamar? Is yeah, yeah. They but you know, Lamar him, don't man, even have they? an agent, though. Uncle, well, you think this hurt you? They did a non-exclusive, so you can franchise tag him non-exclusive or exclusive. They had did exclusive. If they did exclusive, he'd have got forty-two million. Yeah. and couldn't talk to nobody. Yeah, but they gave him a non-exclusive, so he got thirty-two million. But he can start talking to people. He started talking to people. I was gonna call you. Two now, first the only thing picks. is they can match the offer, mm-hmm. so they may have messed themselves up. Mm-hmm. Now eleven teams and came out and said they don't want Lamar. That's crazy. But it's a whole lot of teams. See, they they lied. <laughs> they, yeah. And yeah, these 20. teams need quarterbacks, right? Yeah. I can't uh, think of eleven quarterbacks better than him. I, I don't I don't see it either. Uh, also, man, let me just put this out here too, man. Two witnesses have came forward in the Michael Irvin case that said that Michael Irvin was friendly with the employee from Marriott in the lobby. They said they didn't see anything wrong with what Michael Irvin did. They've come forward, and you know he's already suing Marriott for a hundred million dollars in this defamation case because he was removed from the Super Bowl. But they said he did nothing inappropriate. They said they saw him, they watched him, and there's nothing wrong with what he did. So, hey. And they need to do something to these people with these false charges. If you create false charges that cost a man his job and his reputation and messing with his family life, something should happen to you consequentially. Mm-hmm. That's the word I think it is. Consequentially. It is. Consequentially. 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 Sounded very good to me. I believe you. Or consequently. I'm so proud of you. Quit while you're ahead. Or you could just go for we'll saying that. We'll keep your eye on it, Shirley. We're going to find out what happens in this case. All right, I'm Junior. Yeah. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll talk about Tiger Woods and his ex-girlfriend right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7. U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, 
day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Tiger Woods' ex-girlfriend is suing him for $30 million claiming that he deceitfully threw her out of their home. According to documents, Erica Herman and Tiger had been living together in his Florida home for six years before they broke up last fall. Erica says she performed, quote, valuable services for Tiger in exchange for living there rent-free. She adds that they had an oral tenancy agreement that was supposed to last more than five years were five years more. According to TMZ, Erica claims Tiger's people convinced her to pack a suitcase last fall for a short vacation without Tiger and then drove her to the airport. When she got to the airport, she was told she'd been locked out of the house and could not go back. Wow. Erica also claims they confiscated more than $40,000 in cash that she had had at the house and accused her of illicitly obtaining the money. Um... So there you go. Go back she, to uh, oral. Yeah, court. what does that mean? Uh, okay, what is it, that? it's where okay, it's where you have a verbal agreement. You and the landlord agree okay. verbally that you oh. can rent the unit. Okay, no, you have nothing oh. in writing. You have nothing oh, yeah. in writing. Don't say oral to no, us. Yeah. You got to be clear. We don't know what. <laughs> I just cleared Gosh. it up. I hope. Now, if First the tenant is gonna gonna rent the property for more than a year, the oral agreement is not recognized, and then you have no. to go back and put it in writing. Or what recorded. she's trying to do is capitalize on the non-written white lady law. Mm-hmm. This is the unwritten white lady law. Well. What this is called is called a breakup. This is what this is called. People mm-hmm. do it all the time. Mm-hmm. People get their locks changed all the time. This is a breakup. I don't want to see you anymore. It's not working out for me. We're splitting up. You were not a couple because you're claiming to have an oral agreement about rent. So you're not Tenancy. saying that you all were living couple, even though that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And now he don't want you no more. Now you want $30 million. The other side of the story is she wants the judge to remove her. Uh, her uh, she has a clause where she has to be quiet. She signed an NDA. NDA. Oh, NDA. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. She wants the judge to remove that and any gag gag orders where she can freely Mm -hmm. talk about what she wanted because she wanted to write a book or something like that probably. Hey little girl it's over. It didn't work out. You're not engaged. You wasn't there long enough. You need nine years. 
and you and then you can claim so you wasn't there long enough. You ain't make the cut. Listen, in why golf, is, you don't make the cut. Why is Tiger stuff always public? Why is it always? Because it's Tiger. Because he's a type of girl. <laughs> why does it always get to this point? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but see, once again, he done done some old, get, get a pack up, pack a bag. See, sister would have yeah, knew something was up out. when they in her packing bags for you. Yeah, what y'all in my room for? Hold on, what's mm-hmm. this? Right. Wait, who was, because first of all, you can't handle the sister's underwear drawer. You ain't loud in there. Now, once you start packing drawers, we got to yeah. have a problem. That's right. Where's my bra? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You did what? <laughs> Tiger. It's Becky where? with the good hair. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. 30 okay. million? <laughs> 30 million? <laughs> yep. Well, they stole her 40000 Junior. <laughs> That's what she said. That's, That's even, sad. don't you think? Thirty million for forty grand. No, but I'm with no. you, Tommy. Tiger always, always, always in some this mess. Always, always just, you know, oh, not long. What was it? It was Waffle House or IHOP. He was messing with all them ladies. <laughs> yeah, he should have bought Tiger them a Buick. There. He had a Buick deal. Did he everybody a Buick? <laughs> be quiet. It don't make sense. Genesis now. Yeah. Get somewhere and sit down, Tiger. <laughs> Take Tiger down here to Jackson, Mississippi. Just get around some black people. Just get around them. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So are, are you clear now, Tommy, on an oral tenancy agreement? I know what, yeah, because I've I had some oral tendencies, and I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I didn't have Boy, a lot of oral tendencies. I, didn't. I can't stand him. <laughs> no, he's not wrong. All right, coming up <laughs> in 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Good news for actor Jonathan Majors. You know who he is. He stars mm-hmm. with uh, Michael B. Jordan in Creed 3 right now. Well, right. Jonathan Majors is starring in two of the highest grossing movies at the box office right now, actually. He's been successfully pulled, uh, he, he has successfully pulled off back-to-back number one hits at the box office which is a feat that few have accomplished in their careers, okay? First, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, in which Majors plays Kang the Conqueror. That opened up to a domestic total of $104 million and remains in second place at the box office behind Creed Three, which also stars Majors in the role of Damian Dame Anderson. Creed Three grossed $58.7 million domestically last weekend so we gotta say congratulations to jonathan majors you know what i don't i don't want to say he came out of nowhere but he has arrived oh yeah 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 you know he has arrived from wherever he came from Uh he has arrived buddy Uh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. he's a bad boy yeah yeah he is he put it down in that western Mm -hmm. he really put it down in that western man Uh, what was the name of the western have you seen the pictures of him without his shirt on yes we have yeah Yeah, of what yes it's our job to do that (laughs) is that really a question Steve? well i just wanted to say that's how i look in my mind when i see (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm seeing not quite there but what i'm seeing is that i feel All right, coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather get a back rub to put you to sleep or would you rather get your head rubbed? 
Well, you're gonna give me a headache doing that. Rub my back. Yeah, rub oh. back. Well, yeah. no, don't 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 no, go there. Okay. Don't it's take back. that joke there. Yeah. Don't take yeah. that joke there. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> wow, you guys. Would you rather sleep in a cold room, sleep in a cold room with a blanket, or would you rather sleep in a warm room without a blanket? Uh, I sleep sake. in a cold room every night with Jack. I don't Ryan. have no damn choice. My <laughs> wife got my room like a damn meat locker. We in there a like deep we freeze. We ain't got yeah, money whatever. for a heat. Mm-hmm. I can't like stand it. it. Like you're up. <laughs> I can't stand I'm talking it. about it. it's spring. I mean, I got quilts and everything on my side. <laughs> and then I, I bed right up under the vent. Mm. I ain't got no hair. So sick. <laughs> it feel like somebody didn't lick the top of my head and blowing on it. <laughs> she bought right. me a 25 pound blanket. I can't even turn over when I got it. <laughs> I can't do nothing. Oh, you got one of those weighted blankets. Uh-huh. It's a weighted blanket. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Put this, put this on you. But I'm gonna put this air on fifty. Okay, that's what we're doing around. Fifty. <laughs> My husband wears a hoodie to bed. <laughs> yeah, having a hood on. Call up. Sometimes I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, man, you ain't got no hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't got no hair, man. <laughs> All right. Would you rather eat? Only at places with a drive-thru, or would you rather eat nothing but soup? Fast food or soup? I'm going drive-thru. Fast? Get soup every day? I, uh, I'm going drive-thru. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want the question Would you rather eat only at places with a drive-thru, or would you rather eat nothing but soup? I'm going through that drive-thru. I'm getting that double meat cheeseburger out of, out of water, uh, uh, at McDonald's. I'm getting that mm-hmm. double meat cheeseburger. All I'm eating now is soup. Yeah, uh-huh, that's soup. it. Only soup. Man, oh, you you got to eat to get full. Man, man like but the you lady ain't going to make it at that drive through Get them there. Oh, watch it. <laughs> give me <laughs> number two, please. Oh, number two. going to be sick. <laughs> All right. Steve, what's your answer? Come on. Man, damn, I can't do that. That drive through ain't going to make it, man. So you'd rather eat it. only soup? Bisque? Yeah, man, I'm finna have Y'all, guess who at the window? Steve. <laughs> Tommy Eve at the window. Tommy, I done done that. <laughs> hell no! Oh, hell no! That was the we last time I had to drive. <laughs> Thank you. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7. U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. And we made it through another week. <laughs> Happy Friday, uh, Tommy. Uh huh. Ready to love tonight. Tonight, baby. Can't uh, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Hang on. <laughs> tonight, uh, you can find me on uh, on the All Network. <laughs> Ready to love. Who is I'm going that? to HR and, uh, with this. I'm going right straight to HR. Yes. Uh, Let's get on your network. It'll be. Uh, yes, it'll be something to see. It'll be. It's an emotional roller coaster ride as I guide these couples on the journey of finding love. And you guide um, people. I'm, 
He actually does a great job, Steve. He really uh, does. Uh, <laughs> that's what you heard. We of. love the show. We really do, Tommy. <laughs> they all look to, to look to Tommy for advice. They, look they to do. They to do. Him. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, do. they really do. Yep. So we'll be watching tonight, nephew. We will. Thank you. Tune mm-hmm. in. Tune in. Yep. Home network, hey, baby. Um, Ready to love. Yeah. <clears throat> I have some closing remarks. Yeah. Closing remarks uh, are this. This is just some personal thoughts. I haven't jotted anything down. I'm talking off the top of my head. And it's just about social media. You know, I would I guess when social media was started, it was a way for people to connect on a social level. I mean, it's just that simple. I don't think it was meant to be anything else. And I think also people have the intent of using it to promote products and things like that. But after being involved in it for a while now, even though I have to use it for advertising and I have to use it because people say you want to do this so you can be relevant and all like this, I don't really care for it, to be honest with you. Do I partake in it? Yeah, I do. Do I wish I didn't have to or, or wish I wasn't listening to people who tell me I should? I really, I really do. I think that social media has turned out to be one of the worst inventions of all time with technology. And I think it does far more hurt than good now. I think the hurt and the pain and the negativity that's distributed on social media, I just think it outweighs the good by a landslide. It is a sad place, man where a nobody gets to pretend to be a somebody. You know, there was a time where you couldn't pretend that. You had to be that. That was a time if you wanted to make a statement, you had to stand on a box and start talking, and we could all see you and hear you and know who you were. Now social media is filled with cowards hiding behind private pages and fake names and fake accounts and and all of this here. And they say the nastiest things about people because they don't have the courage, the voice, and they know nobody would give a damn if they said it themselves. Because if you could take a picture of all these people who were haters, it would be the funniest thing you've ever seen. They are the most twerpy, beat-up-looking people you have ever seen in your life. Haters, man, they look like They've been drinking the poison of hate. They look like it, man. I don't know multimillionaire haters. I just don't. I just watch people waste this thing called social media and do so many negative things about it. A person will post a picture of their baby. Somebody got something negative to say about the baby. Somebody will post something about they've accomplished. And now here they talking about what's in the background of the picture. Why did your hair look like that? Why your shoes like that? It's amazing, man, how people take so much of their time, and they're called trolls, to go through the Internet to make negative comments about any and everything you do. I almost stopped posting positive videos because a few years ago I was on a trip over the summer. And I don't show what I'm doing. I don't show the boat or nothing like that. I was taking a video showing the skyline and the ocean. I could see where the horizon had met the ocean and clouds. And I did this whole video about 
how close I felt to God when I was out on this water like this because the devil had no place to play out there because the devil has to reside in people. Devil is not in the water. He's not in the clouds. He's not in nature. People bring the devil with them. And I just was talking about how close I felt to God being out there on that water and how, you know, you can go down to the beach and get in touch with God when you look at the horizon and the sand. Posted it. Somebody said, we get tired of seeing your light. All of us can't afford to do that. Well, I wasn't showing you what I was doing. I was merely showing you a picture of a water. And I was actually giving God some glory and some honor. And I was thanking him for all he was. And we get sick of you. Who you think you are? We can't take no boat trips. And you're always showing. And I went, oh, okay, wait a minute. So it affected me. So I stopped doing it. And then I met somebody that said, hey, man, I saw that video you posted, man, about you being out on the water. I can't tell you how much that meant to me, man. Now I go to the park and talk to God sometimes. Sometimes I go down to the beach and talk to God sometimes. And you're right, man. Ain't no devil out there in nature. Thank you for that. He said, man, how come you don't do more of that? And I told him the story about how this person had affected me. He said, hey, man, stop worrying about them people. He said, there are those people out here, man, who want to be inspired, who want to see some things they've never seen before. He said, man, stop letting people shape you like that. And so I had to rethink it, and they were absolutely right. But for a moment, I had allowed social media to have an effect on me. I've stopped doing that since then. If people would spend time being positive, I think social media could be a fine place to go. But it's flexing and hating all day long. Be careful not to fall prey to that. Know who you are. Know your own truth and deal with you the way you are. Don't let nobody shape you, man. Social media. Take it or leave it. It is what it is. Those are my closing remarks. Hey, y'all, talk to God today. Love to hear from you. Peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. 
Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 